All right. Welcome back. My name is Scotty H. I'm your host. This is the Damn American Podcast, where I'm uh, gambling and predicting and whatever, you know, reviewing and taking a look at every single game, all 380 of them, uh, every single game of the uh, English Premier League. Um, call it soccer here, but I guess you call it football. Uh, but nothing I can do about that. Sorry about the accent. Uh, once again, nothing I can do about it. Um, I, just, I I call this podcast the Damn American Podcast because when I lived over in, I lived in Liverpool just out of college uh, a long time ago now, um, I had a, a couple people call me a Damn American. So it's a, uh, it's something I've never forgotten. I really enjoyed my six months over there. But uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've always kind of remembered that for some reason. I have a terrible memory, but that, that always kind of stuck for some reason. Maybe it was because I was so young and, and impressionable. But that's neither here nor there. Let's get into uh, match week 11. That's what we're, we're previewing today. I'm trying to kind of take a look at some lines, take a look at some numbers, and, and see what looks good uh, for the nine games we've got this weekend in the English Premier League. Just nine games this weekend because uh, uh, Newcastle and Aston Villa have been, has been postponed because of some, I think it was just four, maybe five COVID positive um, cases up in, up at Newcastle's uh, training ground. So just nine games this weekend. Not sure when they're going to be able to reschedule that game, but, uh, nine, nine games is fine. We'll, we'll make that do. We've got eight on Saturday, eight on Sunday, and then one, uh, the South coast Derby, which I'm looking forward to. I think that'll be a good, um, a good contest, uh, on Monday. So, uh, I kind of, what I want to start with is, um, my week 11 power rankings, kind of, um, how I see the top 20, not necessarily, um, what the table might particularly look like right now, because we do have Tottenham up front, uh, Tottenham in the lead on goal difference again, you know, over Liverpool, both 21 points. And then you can go, kind of go from there, but you've got a team like Man City. I think they're all the way down in eighth, but it's pretty clear that they're not the eighth best team in the league right now, even through 10 games. So, um, I want to kind of give them more credit. And so this, my, my power ranking is more of, uh, who I believe the most talented teams are, who, who's playing really well right now. I take your, your most recent, uh, result uh, and weigh that more heavily when when doing these rankings. So I kind of want to get into that now. Uh, so right now I've got I I have Tottenham as the as the number one team in the league right now. Um, their result against Chelsea I thought was a really good point. Um, this this is a different league than we've seen the last couple of years. And um, before before Manchester City and Liverpool were so dominant in um, in you know the last two or three years, we saw teams win the title and be able to say, Hey, that was a good point away from home, you know, at a, at a, at a title rivals, you know, home ground. We haven't said that in a, in a couple of years, but it's, uh, it's something that has happened over the course of the, of the, uh, of the premier league. So, and I, I think we're kind of getting back in, getting back into that, um, in, into that, uh, way of thinking. I, I think we, we need to stop thinking of people dropping points, teams dropping points as you know necessarily a, a bad thing. We've, we've, we've kind of thought that way with Liverpool, Manchester City, that whenever they drop points, it's a bad thing. But I think Tottenham getting a point away away at Chelsea, especially the way Chelsea have been playing their last couple games, their last, you know, month, month and a half, really, even the way they've been playing in the Champions League, they've looked fantastic. Uh, to be able to, to keep them out, to keep a clean sheet 
at Stamford Bridge, I think is very, very impressive. They even created a few chances, and, and Hugo Lloris has been probably the goalkeeper of the season so far. So I've got Tottenham as my my best team in the league right now, week 11. Um, but I, I was very impressed with their with, with them getting a point away from home at Chelsea, another team you know who's look, pushing for the title. Number two, I've got Chelsea. I think, I think with uh, how well they've been playing in, in all competitions and how good their attacking uh, force is right now, I think they're, they're the second best team in the league as of right now. Um, number three, I've got Manchester City coming off you know a typical Manchester City performance, a 5 no win against Burnley. And if we see that city team, uh, for the rest of the season, they're they're no one's uh, people are going to struggle to to uh, to stay above them. Uh, they're very they looked very very scary. Um, Riyad Mahrez's left foot was fantastic in that game. It's it's uh it, that was it was frightening. But they looked very very good. And if we see them, you know, put put together performances like that consistently, this is the team that's going to win the league. Number four, I've got Liverpool. They did not play particularly well against Brighton. They should have won the game. They did enough to win the game. That was just a, you know, an unlucky, I think unlucky, I would say um, penalty decision given against them. Um, so they draw one, one against Brighton who I think are a better team than, than what they've, they've shown this season. I've, uh, I've liked watching Brighton, you know, from, from uh, between the two boxes, but inside other, other, you know, their box and, and uh, their opponent's box, they've struggled. But I think they're a better team than what their record would say. But I've got Liverpool at four. They didn't look particularly good against Brighton. They need to be scoring more than one goal against Brighton if they're gonna if they want to win this league. But I've got them at number four. Number five, I've got Wolves coming off a really good performance against Arsenal. Really good defensive performance, uh, doing enough to win that game, and that's what they've been doing the whole season. They've they've had a couple interesting results. They lost, I think, they lost four nil against West Ham, but. For the most part, they're grinding out wins, and I think that's impressive in such a competitive league as we've got this season. So to have them at five, I don't think is too crazy. Um, number six, I've got West Ham, and I can't believe I'm saying that. I can't believe I'm saying I've got West Ham as the sixth best team in the league. And guess what? They're in fifth in the table, and they've played just about everybody. And they've got, uh, the, I think, the only difficult team that they haven't played this season is the one they're playing this weekend, Manchester United, who I have coincidentally right below them. Uh, they played really well against Southampton this past week and were unlucky to be 2-0 down at halftime, and uh, they fully deserve to win that game. They win that game 3-2 with Edison Cavani scoring two goals late. And uh, they've, they've played really well, and I think if, they, if you offered them to, uh, to play every one of their games on the road, I think they'd probably take that. I think with, uh, with how their home form has gone this season, I think they'd rather be playing on the road. And they, uh, they get to do it again. They play at West Ham uh, this weekend. I'm not sure if it's Saturday or Sunday, but they get to play West, at West Ham. Um, I'm expecting a Manchester United to win in that game. Uh, I, I think West Ham really got lucky with their win against Aston Villa this past weekend. West Ham had two shots on goal and were you know, completely dominated the, the rest of the game. And uh, Aston Villa were clearly the better team and should have won the game. Just uh, two lapses of, of concentration early in the first half and early in the second half cost them three points. But you can't you can't knock a team you know winning games, and that's what West Ham has, have been doing. So I've got them just above Manchester United here in, in my power rankings. Number eight, I've got Leeds. They looked really good against Everton on the road. They win that game 1-0 when they probably should have scored three or four. Uh, they also should have given up three or four, but 
they get the win with a late Rafinha strike, and uh, they they played very very well this season. They love being on the ball. If they can get 55, 60% of the possession against anybody, I think they're going to be happy. Um, they do. They love. They love attacking. And and Bamford is and Patrick Bamford has had uh, I think seven or eight goals this season already. So um, don't see that slowing down anytime soon. Number nine, I've got Southampton. They've uh, they they sh- they stormed out to a two and lead against Manchester United this past weekend, but um, were definitely lucky to have that lead and and gave it up. Uh, rather quickly in in the in the second half, and we're beaten by a, a better Manchester United team. Uh, I had Southampton up, at, I think fourth uh, in my last power rankings, and and obviously with a loss at home, you're going to drop a little bit. But I still think they're a good side. I think they they still get Danny Ings to come back, and I think they'll be tough for anybody to beat. Uh, rounding out the top ten, I've got Everton. Uh, they played really well against Leeds. I was very impressed with them. They just couldn't get the ball in the back of the net, and uh, they they definitely had chances to do so. That, like I said, I think they probably should have scored three or four. They could have scored uh, a couple goals in the first couple minute in the first you know ten minutes or so, and uh, just weren't able to do it. But uh, I like the way Everton played against Leeds, and and I think uh, they're our first game tomorrow that we'll talk about, and I I fully expect them to to win that game. Um, number 11, I've got Leicester. That's a horrible, horrible, horrible performance against Fulham at home. To lose to Fulham 2-1 at home for a team that wants to get in the top four, and I still think they are. I think they're fourth right now. Let me check. Yes, they're still in They're in fourth on 18 points, but to lose that game to Fulham, that's that's uh, uh, that's that's tough. That's tough to take that one. That's... Uh, if you if you look through the season schedule, you think that that's that's three points, no, you know, guaranteed. But uh, they were beaten. They were Fulham have been scrappy the last couple of weeks. They they just got beat by Everton, but they looked like they had some fight to it. And uh, and Fulham looked. Uh, they I wouldn't say they looked better than Leicester, but they got their goals, and that's the that's the name of the game. Um, so I've got down. I've got Leicester down at eleven. I still think they're a really good side. I think I think they're. I, th- I don't. I don't expect them to be in the bottom half of these power rankings next week. But uh, at that performance against Fulham, I think it's fully warranted to to say that they're not a top half of the table team uh, this past weekend. Uh, number twelve is Newcastle. Uh, good win against Crystal Palace. You can't can't once again just like West Ham. You can't fault a team for for beating another team and and uh, they get they get the win two nil. Uh, Joe Linton I thought played one of his best games for Newcastle. Callum Wilson's always a threat. I really like Callum Wilson. I think uh, he's he's a he's somebody who could drag Newcastle, uh, keep them up by himself and and you know really fight to to finish twelfth tenth something like that. Uh, Callum Wilson's a really good player. Uh, very impressed with him. Number 13, I've got Aston Villa. I didn't want to dock them too much, but they did lose. They lost to West Ham. Uh, they were the better team, but they lost the game. And I think that's uh, over a 38-game season. You've really got to be able to to compile points. They've struggled in their last, um, you know, I think four or five games now. They've got four defeats, and, and um, they do have a game in hand. They're sitting in 10th right now, and a win could put them all the way up into fourth. You know, depending on what the goal difference is, it would be a, they'd be up in fourth. So uh, they're not uh, as 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 bad off as as you think they are down in tenth. But this is a team um, that have played really well to start the season, but they're on a, a worrying run of games now. So uh, if you know if they're able to to get a win, a couple wins in a row, then they'll jump right up in in these rankings. But the way they've been playing right now, I can't put them any higher than thirteenth. 
Number 14, I've got Brighton. Uh, they played really well with the champions this past weekend. Uh, we're able to, to grab a late equalizer through a penalty and, and nick a point from, from Liverpool. Um, I'm not surprised. I think Brighton, Brighton can play with anybody. They just, uh, haven't been able to keep people out and they really haven't been able to score consistently. So, uh, I'm not surprised that they gave Liverpool a tough game. I, I still expected Liverpool to win the game, but, um, Brighton are a, uh, they're a tough side. They played well. I, I like, I like the way Graham Potter sets up his team other than his striker. And, uh, I, I think Brighton is another team who could jump in these rankings very quickly with a couple wins in a row, just cause I, I think they do play. Um, they do play really well. Uh, number 15, I've got Arsenal. And um, what can you say about them? They're, they're, where are they right now? They're a, they're a sinking ship. They're, they're a massive club with, with players who don't seem to want to play for it, with players who, who are struggling for consistency, who, who I, I don't think that they lack any quality. I don't think that this is a talent issue. This is a work rate. This is a a uh, attitude um, issue. I don't, I, I, I think Arteta is a good manager. I don't think he is the, the, the problem. And I don't think he's, I don't think he's the solution either, which is kind of why they're kind of languishing down in, in the, uh, in the lower half of, of this league. Uh, they're sitting in 14th right now, four wins from 10 games. And, you know, if this, if they had any other, any other badge on their on their shirts other than Arsenal? I, I don't think that we'd be worried like this. But when you've got a fifty million pound striker and a Bamiang and Lacazette and seventy two on on uh, on Nicola Pepe and there's just there's so much money on the pitch that you're not getting anywhere near the result you need to be getting uh, with a team like this. So um, th- they've been struggling to score goals. They got ten goals in ten games, and you don't expect that from Arsenal. You really don't expect that from Arsenal. They've always played. Um, they've always played really well, and even if even if the the defensive frailties have let them down, they've always had goals in their team. They've always had strikers. They've always been able to to uh, you know threaten an opposition. But right now, I don't think anybody's scared of what Arsenal can do, especially not from open play. Um, I can't. The last time they scored from open play, I think it's been seven something hours. So. Um, tough to have them any higher than that. So they're at 15th, uh, six team is Fulham with probably the win of, uh, the weekend this past weekend, they played, I wouldn't say they played well, but they, they won the game and they, you know, that's all you can ask for when you go into, um, to the ground of, of a, t- a side who finished fifth last season and are looking to finish in the top four this season. Um, I really like Scott Parker. I, d- I don't think he's the best manager, but I love how passionate he is and he was such a good player and, and I think he can bring a lot to this Fulham team in ways of attitude and and uh, being mentally tough. And and I think we're I think we're seeing that a little bit with their last couple of results. I think uh, you know obviously beating Leicester, but then uh, you know giving Everton a really good game, losing three two, is something I think to be proud of for this team who who are lacking quality. Um, they're they're not up to snuff. They're not probably. I don't think any of these players would play for any other. Um, any other uh, Premier League team, but uh, they did enough to win, and uh, they've got two wins in the season now, which is which is pretty good for that for to win two two of ten games, two of their first ten games for for this side. I think I think they'd take that. They're just they're sitting right outside um, the bottom three right now. Uh, they're three points off of Brighton in sixteenth place, and uh, if they keep playing like this, they keep showing the fight and the hunger to to uh, to get results. I think they'll be just fine, but. 
obviously the talent is a problem and you know you could see them losing to any team in this league at any given time so we'll see how they do the rest of uh you know this weekend and the rest of the season but they played really well last week got the win can't blame them for that number 17 is crystal palace crystal palace uh is not my favorite team to watch they don't seem to even want to play especially when they go when they go one nil down they they kind of quit uh and without zaha they're kind of hopeless going forward which is why they weren't able to to get a goal against newcastle i think newcastle were deserved winners against against palace this past weekend um Palace did not play well. They didn't create a whole lot. They had one chance. I think Benteke had a good chance uh, late in the game, but uh, it was saved, and Callum Wilson and Joel Linton were able to put the game away late. So uh, Crystal Palace, um, I think I think they'll, they'll, they're going to be struggling the next couple weeks as long as, as Zaha is is uh, on the sidelines. They're, they're going to struggle for goals, and, and that's why I've got them down here at 17th. Number 18 is West Brom. Um. What did they do last weekend? I'm trying to remember. West Brom. Oh, they beat they beat Sheffield. Oh, but yeah, okay. So they beat Sheffield one nil. They get they get a goal from a corner and um, were pretty battered from then on out. Uh, Sheffield were the better team. Uh, they I wouldn't say they dominated the game, but they were clearly the better team. Clearly the better team. But Sheffield have four goals in ten games, and you can't win games like that. You just you can't you can't pick up points with four goals in ten games. So uh, West Brom nick a goal, and that was enough to win. And they didn't really have to do a whole lot else from that. So I'm not going to give them too much credit. They're still down in the bottom three for me. Uh, so I've got West Brom at 18. Number 19 is Burnley, and uh, the only reason they're not bottom is because uh, Sheffield is. Uh, but Burnley lose five nil to Manchester City, which I you know you can't really blame them. You can't really this is something that Manchester City do, especially to Burnley, but this is something that Manchester City do uh, with consistency. Uh, they like to beat up on the small clubs. So uh, I'm not going not gonna to give Burnley too much of a hard time, but they, they have been struggling uh, this season. They're, they're currently in 19th place and uh, just, have one, uh, just have the one win in nine games. And once again, the only reason they're not bottom is because Sheffield are. Sheffield have one draw. If one point from 10 games, it is the worst start to a season in Premier League history. In the history of the league, no one has ever started worse than Sheffield United this season. Uh, they currently have four goals in 10 games, um, and it's not for lack of trying. I think they've, they've, uh, they went out and signed a uh, 24 million pound striker, Ian Brewster. Um, they've, they've looked good in, at times in this league. They just can't score. They just can't put the ball in the back of the net. And uh, you can't win when you do that. You can't win when you don't score. So they're currently sitting bottom, and deservedly so. Uh, one draw and nine losses from their ten games. So that's that's my that's my power rankings right now: Tottenham, Chelsea, City, Liverpool, Wolves, West Ham, Manchester United, Leeds, Southampton, Everton, Leicester, Newcastle, Aston Villa, Brighton, Arsenal, Fulham, Crystal Palace, West Brom, Burnley, and Sheffield round out the top twenty. Uh, so I want to get into the. Uh, the games this weekend. Well, I'm looking at looking at lines right now, trying to figure out what I'm going to do with the Everton Burnley game, which is our first game this weekend, early on Saturday morning, uh, 5:30 for me. I'll be up. Uh, Everton and Burnley at Burnley. Uh, I with the way Burnley looked this past weekend, you got to think that they're um, a little down. You got to think that they are 
um, struggling for confidence. And uh, I think the opposite is true for Everton, even though they just got beat by Leeds. I think this Everton team are hungry. They played really well against Leeds. And uh, they're going to put out a really strong side, and I expect them to win this game. They're going off on even money. I'm going to put money on Everton to win this game. I'm going to take the over two and a half. I think Everton can get get three against this Burnley team. I don't expect Burnley to score, but I think Everton can get three uh, past this Burnley squad. So I'm going to go Everton to win and the over two and a half, which they're both going off right around even money. Um, Manchester City and Fulham are next. Nothing but a Manchester City win here, right? I mean, what else could possibly happen? It's Manchester City are a two and a half goal favorite. They are going off at minus eight forty to win this game. Uh, I'm not going to bet the eight. I'm not going to bet the uh, the money line on City to win this game because I think it's it, the value just isn't there. I'll probably I'll probably put a unit on City minus two and a half. I think they can easily score four or five goals in this game, and uh, I don't expect Fulham to have any reply. They might get one. But uh, I think Manchester City can win this game by three, four, five without any issues. Uh, so I like Manchester City minus two and a half. Uh, that's right around even money again. So I'm going to take that. And the the over under is crazy high. It's three and a half, four. And uh, I don't know what to do with that. I don't, I probably just leave that alone. That is a lot of goals to to be counting on for Manchester City. Um, ever or Fulham have scored two in each of their last two games. So. Uh, maybe they're good for one, but I think uh, I think I might just leave that one alone. But I will take Manchester City minus two and a half, right around even money. Uh, the next game is West Ham and Manchester United at the Olympic Stadium. Um, Manchester United again, uh, once again. You, I, I, I wrote I had a kind of a memo to to self. Uh, bet Manchester United when they are on the road. They live out. They've looked really, really good on the road. They've won eight in a row on the road going back to last season. And uh, it's they're not, I'm not going to bet against them. They're going off at plus 107. So it's nice to get uh, some, uh, some plus money on that. And uh, I like them to win this game. Um, I think I'll take the over as well because Manchester United games have been high scoring games on the road. So I'm going to take the over two and a half, three at minus 107. And I'm going to take Manchester United to win at plus 107 as well. Last game of Saturday is Chelsea and Leeds. This is going to be interesting. I think these are two of the best attacking teams in the league, probably two of the top five, I would say. Um, I think Chelsea win this game, but I do I do expect goals in this one. Leeds are not good defensively. I know we only saw one goal in, in Leeds' last game, and they kept a clean sheet, but uh, that was never a 1-0 win. That was never a 1-0 game. It was a fluky 1-0 we're going to see Chelsea score in this game, and I think uh, I think Leeds getting one or two. I don't think that's out of the question. So uh, the over three I think is wildly low, and I'm going to take it. I'm going to take the over three. It's it's pretty pretty juicy, a lot of juice there, minus one twenty eight. But I'm going to take the over three. Um, we'll see what the line looks like right before kickoff. But right now it's over three, and I'm going to take that. I think there's going to be goals in this game. I think a 3-2, 4-2 Chelsea win is is uh, what it's looking like. But Chelsea are at minus 200. I'm going to take them. I think I think they are uh, playing really well right now, playing at home, and I expect them to beat this Leeds team. I expect them to score a bunch of goals against this Leeds team. Um, as for Sunday, we'll get started with West Brom and Crystal Palace, and this is pretty much a pick em. Uh Not a whole lot going on here. Uh, the 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 big thing for me is is Wilf Zaha back. 
If if Zaha's back, I'm taking Crystal Palace to win. Right now they're at plus 159, and if Zaha's in that starting lineup, that that line is going to move. It's going to move in Palace's favor. He is their best player. He's the, he's going to be the best player in the pitch if he plays. So I'm going to take if 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 Zaha plays, I'm taking Crystal Palace uh, and the plus money. Uh, if he doesn't play, I'm definitely taking the under. The under's two two and a half minus one oh nine. Definitely taking the under. I might take the under anyway, but um, without Zaha, it's for sure going under. Might might even sprinkle the nil nil. I think that's definitely a possibility with West Brom and Crystal Palace. Um, neither one of these teams really score goals very well, so uh, I like the under here. And if Zaha plays, I'm taking Crystal Palace. If not, I'll probably take the draw, which is going off a two to one right now. But uh, once again, look at the lineups and see what happens. If Zaha's playing, I'm taking them. Uh, Sheffield and Leicester are the middle game. I'm sorry, the second game of the of Sunday slate. So, man, what what do you do with these two? What do you do? Um, it's at Sheffield. Is this is this the is this the week that Sheffield get a win? I I want to take them. I want to take Sheffield to win this game. I really do. Uh, I just I can't I can't take them because they don't score. If they if they had shown if they did, if they had eight goals this season instead of four, I might be more tempted to take Sheffield United at at plus two sixty right now. Plus two sixty for Sheffield United. That's wild at home. Um, but Leicester are plus one hundred three, and I think this is this is a this is the game you'd want to have after a bad loss at home. You'd want to be, uh, as a Leicester team, a team who want to counterattack. You'd want to be playing on the road against a team who are going to be fighting to score. And uh, I think Leicester can pick them off pretty easily on the counterattack with with Vardy and James Madison and Harvey Barnes, who got his goal last weekend. So Leicester at plus 103. I like that. I like the under. The under is 2.5, minus, one, minus 121. Once again, Sheffield have four goals in 10 games. So the under here is uh, is probably a pretty good bet. Uh, so as of right now, I like Leicester at with plus money. But once again, look at the lineups and the under two and a half minus one twenty one in this Sheffield United Leicester game. Uh, next game is the game of the weekend: Tottenham and Arsenal, North London derby. Right now, Tottenham they're playing at home. They are a plus money favorite. Tottenham, they're my number one team in the league. And for some reason, Arsenal, the people think Arsenal are going to give them a game. I don't think there's any way Arsenal give this team a game. I think this is a 3-0, 3-1 Tottenham win. I think they hammer them. I think they get on them early. Um, I'll take I'll take Tottenham. Uh, I'm going to take Tottenham to win this game. If Kane and Son are playing, I don't care who's behind them. I'm taking Tottenham to win this game. I'm taking the over, minus 107, because I think Tottenham get there by themselves. Uh, I think this is I think this is a blowout for Tottenham. Um, I don't think Arsenal have their hearts in this right now. I don't think they want to work. I don't think they want to want to do what it's going to take to to take points off of Tottenham this season. Nobody, you know, I think they've only dropped points three times this season, four times this season. Um, and I, I just don't see Arsenal being able to do it. Um, so I'm taking Tottenham plus 105 and the over two and a half minus 107. I think Spurs win this game big. Uh, Liverpool and Wolves are the afternoon game. Well, my afternoon game, your evening game. Uh, well, England's evening game on Sunday. Liverpool at home to Wolves. Liverpool heavy favorites right now, minus 196. Um, well, once again, this Liverpool team have been ravaged by injuries, and uh, I I really don't know who's going to be playing for them. So it's tough for me to to put a to put a put a pick out there right now. 
Uh, obviously, Liverpool playing at home, I think you'd be dumb to pick against them. They've won all their games at home this, so far this season. And uh, Wolves have been scrappy, but they haven't really been proficient going forward. They haven't really been uh, scary going forward. And without Raul Jimenez, um, not sure this Wolves team has much bite to it. Um, I do expect Liverpool to win this game. I think it's a, a close, you know, 2-1, 1-0 type of game. Uh, Liverpool win. Um, I'll take Liverpool to win and I'll also take the under, kind of hedge my bets there because I do th- I do think Liverpool keep Wolves out. I don't think Wolves score more than one goal. Um, and I I, th- I would expect them, I don't expect them to score this Wolves team against Liverpool at Anfield. Uh, so I'll take the under, two and a half, three, minus 111, and I'll take Liverpool to win, minus 196. But that is subject to change, you know, depending on the... Um, on the lineups because who knows who's playing for Liverpool. I think it's looking like their third string goalkeeper is going to be playing for Liverpool. So who knows what that's going to look like. Yeah. And he did play well against Ajax in, in midweek champions league, but man, who knows? Uh, so we'll look at that lineup and, and make a decision from there, but you got to pick Liverpool at home. Don't you? I think you kind of have to, and the under, I'm taking the under. So we'll look at that when the lines come out. Uh, last game of the weekend is the South coast Derby. Brighton and Southampton. I think this is a sneaky good game. I think this will be uh, a hard-fought game. I'm excited about this one. Brighton at home. Um, they are slight favorites, plus 155. Uh, this is it's pick them right now. Um, I don't know if Ings is going to be back. Uh, if Ings were back, I'd, I'd like Southampton to win this game. I probably still like Southampton to win this game. We didn't see a whole lot from Brighton this past week. Kind of, um, They were good defensively, but kind of got you know, a lucky, a lucky point from, from Liverpool game. So I like Southampton to win this game. I believe, uh, as of right now, I'll take Southampton. They're getting pretty good, pretty good value, pretty good odds on this plus plus one eighty four. but Southampton on the road. I'd like the way they're playing. Um, and I'll also take the over the over two and a half. I think either one of these teams could get there by themselves. Uh, we've seen Brighton score three goals in a game this season, even though they've been patchy with their goal scoring, um, and Neil Mopes hurt, which I think actually helps them. I think that helps them. Uh, so I'm going to take, I'm going to take the over two and a half. I expect goals in this game. And, uh, as of right now, I'll take Southampton plus 184 to win it. Um, but yeah, those are our nine games. Those are our nine games this weekend. And, uh, it's not the best slate, not the best slate, but it will do just nine games. The North London Derby is always a good one. Uh, always fun to watch that. Liverpool Wolves. Those back. Those two games back to back will be, will be uh, very good, very entertaining. I'm excited about that. And then Mon- I think the Monday uh, afternoon game for me is going to be great as well. So I'm excited for for the nine games we got this this weekend. Um, once again, follow me on Twitter, the Damn American Podcast. Uh, I put all my picks out about an hour before. Um, each kickoff so we can take a look at the lineups. And so we're not, you know, I'm not surprised with, uh, with any, you know, uh, weird decisions managers make, but yep. I think that's our show for this Friday. Um, anything else? Yeah. Just follow me on Twitter, put my picks out. My name is Scotty H. This is the damn American podcast. I'll be putting another one out, uh, Monday after, after um, the Brighton-Southampton game or Wednesday. So keep an eye out, but I appreciate you listening and uh, enjoy watching the games this weekend. Have a good one.